Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Project Highlight with the Alpha Slayers Club, hosted by Cameron Bright. Let's take a listen. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, yes. Amazing. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's a pretty chill day for me today. Just kind of do this and then, yeah, nothing much. Play some FIFA. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Gotta send me your handle. Yeah, nice. definitely. Well, it's interesting. Like me and the me and a couple of buddies were actually just kind of laughing about it the other day, talking about how they'd never put crossplay in an EA game. But I guess there's actually crossplay now in 23 because I just found a setting to shut off crossplay. So I'm actually kind of excited. But that means I'm going to be playing a lot more sweaty motherfuckers from PlayStation, I guess. So <laughs> that's not good. But I'm not too worried about it. As long as I can bring a friend. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Can you, do, do you play other games or just FIFA? Oh yeah, definitely. No, I'm a, I'm a pretty, uh, pretty avid gamer, as you could say. So I'm, uh, I'm all over the map, really. I'll play anything, but uh, anything that interests me, I should say, I'll play pretty much. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I have to say I've, I've actually never had a console, but been playing with friends quite a bit in my my teenage years and uh yeah fifa is definitely my most favorite game yeah it's definitely the uh the old go-to for myself like even if it's just you know firing up a like a campaign and running a couple seasons as a team kind of thing it's like it's my uh, my go-to if i'm trying to burn through a day for sure <laughs> Nice. Are you actually in uh, crypto full time now, or uh, what? Uh, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I've always kind of like floated in between stuff. Like, I've, I'm obviously still technically acting, but I just haven't been in anything in the last little while. But um, obviously, with my project that I'm trying to get going, um, I'd be doing crypto and film. So uh, you know, yeah. So in reality, I'd love to be in crypto full time. I was as a miner, but I've since sold my miner and everything. So um, yeah, you know, trying to keep the dream alive, I guess you could say. How come you sold it? Uh, because price. Well, I fucking what, what, sold it. Mining? I sold it at an amazing time. <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, it was partially because I like I housed my own miner in the beginning and I lost the ability to do so. So I couldn't find really anybody to host my single miner. And uh, I had the option to sell my KD5 for like, I sold it for 13,000 US like four or five months ago. And 
that'll basically buy you one five times stronger now. So I made a good choice to sell my miner when I did. And I was able to also buy like 2000 Cadena at the time, which my miner at the time was only doing 300 Cadena a month. So I had like four months worth of Cadena in my pocket from the sale. I also ended up like buying a bunch of flux, which at the time it was low. So I gained off that, like, you know, it was a good choice to sell my miner. Long story short, quite impressive. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a good price for sure. Are you are you thinking about getting big into it or? Uh, again, I I would if I could, but uh, I don't know. Right now, I'd I'd rather just trade. I'd rather buy Cadena and hold Cadena right now than buy a miner, to be honest. But that's personal opinion now. Um, it all depends. You know what I mean? If again, if I had, if I had $40,000 to burn through and trade with, then yeah, I'd probably buy a miner. But when you're not dealing with those kind of numbers, it's more like, yeah, just buy the coin and, you know, do that. NFTs. I've made more money off NFTs in the past few months than I have any damn coins. So that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I remember you, you selling that one kitty cat for how much was it? 420? Yeah, that that all got reinvested. <laughs> I, bought, I bought a bunch of other cats, and I bought a few uh, uh, bulls and stuff like that. So, yeah, I I, I reinvested that, but more so. Um, luckily enough, it's the the fallout from Terra. Like I was pretty big into NFTs for a bit there in Luna, and so I've actually been able to recoup funds and like make money back off my NFTs. And then being a part of the the wrecked gang or whatever, um, yeah, we had our airdrops and our airdrops killed it. So we had, you know, free money. <laughs> free money is always nice. The airdrop you're talking about is it the uh, trippy wolf or? Yeah, exactly the trippy wolves. And I, I just I got lucky myself. I ended up getting a rank rank six for my airdrop. So I had uh, I had four wrecked wolves. So I got four trippy wolves, and I sold like two of my trippy wolves for like I think upwards of like four hundred matic. So I made like I think like five or six hundred USD off two of my trippy wolves, and then I sold two of my wrecked wolves for like above mint so yeah i made more than enough of my money back and now we're getting another airdrop and i still have uh one of my wrecked wolf and two of my trippy wolves so i'll get three of our bulls and we'll see how those ones do and those are going to cosmos <laughs> so we're hitting where we're going to be on three different chains by like the end of the month i think you sound like a true nft degen <laughs> i'm one as well like for sure but um where can you check the is there like links in the in the discord for checking the ranks of the of the wrecked and trippy wolves because I've, I've got one myself like i got a yeah. wolf back in in the lunar days and now check the trippy wolf the other day but to be honest i didn't have time to keep track of like everything that's happening over there it's quite a quite an amazing project um no, so yeah. happy they were able to revive it well, yeah, it's one of those things where it's, we might as well hold it now until I think our snapshot for the wrecked bulls is going to be the, the 29th, I think, or the 30th. Uh, it's at the end of the month. It's the snapshot. So might as well hold it now anyways for the next week. But yeah, there's in their discord, they have them. They should have a link in there for it. If not, just ask for it and they'll, they'll give it to you. Yeah. It's just one of those, um, 
whatchamacallit's uh, 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 spreadsheet. Fuck it. I can't remember what I'm trying to say right now. Excel. It's an Excel document. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just got to copy paste it or whatever. So I even have a, a copy of it. I can just DM it to you or whatever. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Um, nice. But yeah, anyways, um, do we have anyone else that wants to come up and speak or do you want to bring up or like Husky or... Give me give me one second. I'll share the link on Twitter again and in our Discord as well. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, we might as well. I'd say it's been a few minutes. We can get going here though, because I definitely for sure. I, I actually totally just realized is that is that blocks and and bits or whatever it is. Is that your that's your guys's YouTube channel? Yes. Okay. Yes. See, I didn't I didn't realize that. <laughs> Um, I'm, the, I'm the blonde guy talking. <laughs> cool, cool. So yeah, so we'll chat about that later then too, because I actually just joined one of your guys' uh, giveaways that you guys are doing. So um, to get a minor. So there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there's a couple more coming. For sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. Well, it's good to see a project, you know, obviously not just in the ecosystem, but you know, anywhere just doing that you know going on in on all fronts and really trying to help out the ecosystem that they're in you know not only for yourselves because you guys are trying to be cross-chain but obviously really trying to highlight a lot of the container projects and and so on so it's always nice that's we need content oh well content is always needed but yeah we we could definitely use some better content i should say for uh for the old Kadena ecosystem so it's good to see Cheers. Hope you like it, and we're definitely gonna up our game in the in the next couple of weeks for sure. We've got super interesting uh, conversation partners going. Um, we got a hedge fund from South Korea next week on Monday, I believe, uh, that we met during the Berlin Blockchain Week. Um, super, super interesting guys. Uh, they are followed by Do Kwon as well. So <laughs> I was going to say, does he know where Doe is? No, that's too funny. I just, I just think it's laughable what's going on with that. I love how he's still on Twitter too. I'm like, that's ballsy, but he probably, he's probably got a, uh, a low key phone that he uses. <laughs> yeah, the, the question is, uh, what information is actually accurate right because he was always saying and they're like happy to cooperate and uh then there's bloomberg saying that all these uh arrest warrants have been issued and uh, he's on the on the red list from interpol but he he denied it right so let's let's see what's happening there in the next couple of weeks but i don't know what's what's your opinion about dope one uh, well, and that's the thing, like, I really like, I mean, I was never too deep into Luna, so I never really got the whole fad. I never really even kind of like looked into the blockchain or like how it worked. And that's why I was kind of late to it. But really, it was just NFTs that brought me over there. There was a lot of people uh, that I knew just in NFT communities on Kadena. 
uh, that like myself were tired of waiting for NFTs to come on Kadena and uh, wanted to spend spend money. You know, at the time, that's what I was doing. What is I would take a bit of my Kadena that I had mined every month, and I would say like, okay, how like what is my NFT budget for these like two or three projects that I have coming up, right? That I'm interested in, and I'd take like three or four hundred dollars out of my mining for the month, my mining revenue for the month, and you know, rather than keep it in Kadena, which it was kind of, you know, it was in like January, February. So Kadena was kind of, you know, on its way kind of down back to like the dollar or 50 area. So it was like, okay, well, I don't necessarily want to hold my Kadena right now if I believe I can use it for better good. And then as well, having the UST at the time was nice because I didn't have to worry about that fluctuating, which on Kadena, we didn't have any, you know, stable coins. So yeah, I just kind of got into it for NFTs. I didn't have anything in Anchor. I didn't, you know, so... I don't know. It was kind of like no hard feelings when it fucking crashed because it was like hey, crypto, anything can happen. <laughs> but I definitely saw a lot of people lose a lot. And I feel for anyone who did and wasn't able to recoup, you know, I saw a lot of people go back to day jobs overnight, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, uh, for example, also deeply invested into, into the Luna ecosystem, also the NFT space. And uh, I don't know, emotionally, pretty pretty detached i have to say so like after after the crash i was i was quite lucky and got liquidated on because i was heavily leveraged on anchor so i uh, actually made a made a lot of other investments into other ecosystems so diversified the risk a little bit but to be fair like the following weeks were were kind of kind of brutal seeing like, all these stories of people losing millions of dollars really right and uh, entire existence so i don't know like it's it's crypto it's high risk but people thought it's too big to fail right <laughs> and you, you don't expect it even though you have to you have to uh expect it but uh yeah tough tough story yeah I, I would say that those are those are those words exactly right it's like too big to fail until the larger entity that is big banks and big money come in and say like you're way too small for us <laughs> it's like you know and it was one of those things where i think it leads back into the whole crypto idea of like not having that kind of cult following behind like one person behind the company too. Right. It's like, yeah, Doe is the face of the company and everything, but it's like other companies on that thing. You know, it's like, I always think of just a couple of weeks prior to actual Luna crashing, but it was the whole Luart debacle. Right. And like, that was one of their companies that they made a lot of money and they did a lot of things and they led a lot of projects. And, you know, it was, uh, there was a lot of weirdness going on with, them and even for myself it was like everyone was blaming Aston and like all this shit but me in my business mentality was like he's been enabled to do this by his employers so it's not on him like he took advantage yeah he made money yeah 
but his employers literally allowed him to do it and even more so encouraged them to take team roles on other projects and shit which obviously if you have control of the marketplace and you're going to these projects you're making exclusive deals that they might not think are that bad but when in reality you're giving up your ip to this company just because you're launching there which is bullshit they're making their cut they're making their percentage there's no reason why you should be giving them team member roles and shit like that right it's like i get if it's an advisor whatever but it rubbed me the wrong way right away it's like one of the largest things in tech is a non-compete and they're there for a reason and so the whole thing like i kind of giggled at luart and saw that coming i had mentioned it just the other day with someone that like i didn't buy into genesis wolves i regretted not buying into it because definitely like i even in the first couple days if i didn't want to hold it they the floor price shot on those like you could have made some good money if you just wanted to fucking trade those or flip them but you know regardless I went into that discord and one of the first things I saw was Aston was their like strategic advisor or whatever. And I was like, I'm out. I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with this project. If fucking Aston is literally one of their lead team members and they're launching on, on, on Luart. I was like, that just seems like favoritism to me. It seems like weird shit's going to happen. And lo and behold, he's getting sent like $40,000 fucking NFTs and shit just for free, just for being on the team, you know? And it's just like, so I saw that shit coming, you know? And it's like, again, it's, those are the things that happen in crypto when you don't read between the lines. A lot of these companies, they can kind of do whatever the fuck they want and everyone will praise them because they see gains until the shit hits the fan. And then it's like, Oh, how could this ever happen? Like one person told us it would never happen. And it's like, come on guys. Like, you know, it's like you look at anchor, you look at what it was bare bones. It's pretty much a Ponzi scheme. You know, like you look into these things and yeah, it's like, you know, you're at risk. You know, if you're literally leveraging stuff, you're setting a liquidation fucking level. Like, you know, if it goes down to that level, your shit's gone. You know what I mean? But you have that kind of like hopium days of like, it'll never go down that low you know and it's like well you know it happened right exactly i think you're mentioning some some super important points and i think that's that's like what the entire crypto crypto ecosystem is built up on right like a lot of a lot of hype and uh i think that's what we're seeing like way way less of in the in the bear markets at least but um, yeah, I, I also like the point that you mentioned around like the entire ecosystem will, was built up on Doquan's shoulders, right? And he was like the leading figure. And I think that's something that is on the one hand, uh, super, super risky. And especially if something happens to that person or as we see it, that, I don't know, with uh, Cardano is like a very popular example. Like everything is built up on uh, Charles Hoskinson, like, bullshit storytelling and uh, then there's like Doak one which was i think like an ex- inspiring inspiring leader because like, it's obviously a super super smart guy but in the end yeah it was a bit bit sketchy and i think that's something i like about the Kalina ecosystem that the main team is actually focusing on building even though like communication could be way way better and that's something they like working working on like improving but uh 
yeah, they, they're trying to avoid the hype around the ecosystem. And, uh, I think on the one hand, it's, it's super important to have some, someone who is like, uh, actually guiding the community in, into like one direction and also like communicating a message, which like these leaders like Doak Vaughan and Charles Hoskinson have like amazingly done, fair to say. But on the other hand, it's also important to be like realistic and build like fundamentals first before you scale up like the marketing, right? And uh, I think that's something that we see in the Kadena ecosystem and gives us a chance to yeah, be here from the beginning onwards because the moon boys are not here yet. <laughs> Even though there's like crypto, crypto degens like everywhere, but uh, the community is still super, super small. And uh, yeah, that's something that is like on one side a blessing, on the other side a curse as well, right? Because there's no price action and everyone who's waiting for price action, I think we'll be waiting for a couple, couple more months at least, but uh, probably even one or two years, right? Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how, you know, again, like, and that's the thing, right, is even Kadena itself, like it's hit roadblocks over the past year, right? Like we've had plenty of stuff. I can even just mention the arcade IDO that just happened, you know, not the IDO, the IDO went well, but when they tried listing, you know, it was a whole crazy thing. You know, it's like, we've got, we've obviously got, you know, people wanting to spend money, people wanting to take part in the ecosystem. And now it's really kind of like the put up or shut up kind of thing to Kadena, right? It's like, okay, you know, you've made all these claims. You say you're growing your team. You say you're working on these things. Well, now the problems have arisen, you know? (laughs) And so it's like, again, like I'll be really excited to see what happens, you know, with mint it, right? Like our first marmalade based standard market place right it's like hopefully that runs smooth but will it we don't know it's gonna be the first one of its kind right and so even with like your your guy your guys's nft coming up on hypersend that you know sadly because the kongs didn't happen you guys will pretty much be one of the first you know marmalade standard projects as well so you know i mean i'm assuming even for yourselves that's got to be like you know uh, a con- not a concern, but it's in the air as far as like you hope everything's gonna go well, but do we really know? You know, <laughs> it's like you know. So it's the it's the 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 curiosities and the fun of being on such a young ecosystem, right? That really are constantly building and constantly working towards that end goal. You know, from the team down, it's like you haven't really heard the team. Pull a Do Kwan. Like, I, I'm glad that I don't see Stuart Popejoy and Will Martino talking shit on Twitter all the time. I hate to say it, but like, that's not the people I want running my companies. You know what I mean? It's like, you look at the dudes like Kevin, you know, Kevin and, um, and Dak, like Dan Keller, like those are the kind of social media based CEOs that you want. The people that are actually out there repping their tech and like doing cool stuff on social media not just being like a meme Lord fucking like person, like 
you know, public figure basically for that blockchain. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all about tech at the end of the day. We don't need a face necessarily for the company. We just need the tech to work. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, and then the companies that build on that tech will gain their own notoriety and their own fame, you know, and so on and so forth. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's like a pretty good point that you're making. And yeah, for sure. We, we are also like quite uh, excited to what's going to happen on, on the October the 10th with our mint. And I can assure you there's a lot of testing going on, but you can, you can never be hundred percent sure that something doesn't, doesn't go wrong. Right. And uh, yeah, we will, yeah, we will see what's what's going to happen, but uh, the Hypercent team is uh, working hard on that. Uh, those guys have pulled like a couple of things off already, and we're happy to be launching on them, like on their platform. But yeah, obviously there would have been advantages if the Kongs uh, would have launched already, and you could see okay everything has gone gone smoothly. Then then it could be like a little bit more calm and before the launch and everything but uh yeah that's that's also tied to i think like a potential upside right if you're the first first uh, project launching and if everything runs smoothly obviously it'd be going to be one of the first collections uh yeah being minted on marmalade and let's hope everything everything goes all right and yeah the the other point you you're making that uh that the projects themselves should build up their reputation and not everything or not build everything up around the the eco underlying ecosystem is also like a very very good point and now we've seen uh yeah a couple of things have gone wrong but i think everyone who is still around nowadays is like has been part for of the community for quite a long time already and they can also be for, forgiving like, towards maybe the collections that have been minted on on arcade on the on the butter standard and also like the lago finance expo that ha that has happened i actually am not sure what was like the problem like in the end but um i've just heard there's something gone wrong and there was like an exploit and i don't know if they've made a statement but we can be happy that that has happened now in the early days uh, instead of i don't know two three years down the road and uh, probably like a lot more money would have been stolen i don't know have you heard what what has happened with lago finance yeah if anything i haven't heard too many specifics and that's the thing i all i saw was someone's tweet that was like a screen pick grab so i'm not you know gonna i'm gonna say it's highly speculative but it was a conversation between and yeah lago did a bug bounty for their you know their bridge or whatever when they launched and i guess someone did find like literally a major leak and so he or she or whomever had messaged them and was kind of saying like hey you know i want to go over this but like i want payment right like justifiably so you know i know how to break your your system so pay me for the bug you know kind of thing and it in the messages i can't you know say it verbatim but
but it just sounded like they were kind of trying to give the person the runaround. Like they were like trying to set up a call and like trying to do all this stuff. And the person was like, Hey, it doesn't seem like you're going to try and pay me for this. So I've taken 15,000 USD or whatever USDC out. It's in these things. It's on the blockchain, blah, blah, blah. Like literally laid it out for them where they took the money and where they put the money as well. But like, they kind of called them out and were like, you know, pay me my money kind of thing. Give me my due or I'll just take it. And, and that was also like, that was the same day that they shut down their network and were fixing things. So this person made it aware and they shut down and basically he or she was thinking that they weren't going to pay them. That's all I know. So somebody found something and was definitely able to take money from them. Um, But yeah, again, it's like, it's it, luckily the person seems quite honest, <laughs> you know, never thought I'd say there's an honest thief, but you know, at least uh, that person literally like, you know, they found the bug. They didn't, you know, try and do anything too crazy. They were like, Hey, just pay me some money. They didn't. So they took their due and said, here's your problem. You know, <laughs> like, I, I just showed you it works. So it's kind of one of those things, right? I'm imagining that's what you deal with in DeFi. I'm not a dev, but, but you know, that's why you, run bug bounties and put up money for that cause you know it's but again to compare it it's like i hate if anyone is a part of it or whatnot but it was kind of the evmos stuff right like i saw what happened with evmos and that was like that was kind of catastrophic right like whole pools locked quote unquote locked pools were being drained you know and it's like that is way crazier than anything that's happened on Kadena. like people minting on the quote unquote butter standard. I'm, I'm all for it. That brought NFTs to Kadena earlier than clearly they would have been able to have been brought into Kadena by a few months. And we know how long months are, let alone a week is in crypto. So it's like when you release that stuff, like you just allowed more volume, more trade volume, more eyes, more NFT degens. You just allowed these people to spend money on the ecosystem. And what's wrong with that? None of them are scams. None of them hid the fact that they weren't on Marmalade. And so that would be my issue with the, you know, I won't name names because I don't need to, but the people who were calling them straight up scams and frauds, that was just so hardcore of a statement. It could have been handled with a, hey, do you want to re-explain to me why you thought it was a good choice to not be on Marmalade when everyone wants to be on Marmalade? And they would have answered the question as they already have. You know what I mean? And so like Kitty Cat wasn't, you know, secretive about not being on Marmalade and neither was Arcade with their Bulls collection. And that just, and then it was up to the projects clearly. So if projects wanted to launch with them, that was their choice, you know? And it's like, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. If people want to spend their money on a shit coin, which there's plenty of shit coins have been popping up that have been full on rugs and full on altcoins and shit coins on Kadena. I haven't heard one video out of any of this content creator calling them scams and frauds no because the guy fucking buys into shit coins and rugs all the goddamn time so like who's he to call anyone a scam and a fraud you know it's just like for me that was insane 
And then I pull up my phone the other day and I see Stargaze from the Space Apes. They had the same thing on Stargaze happen as far as they had a couple mints that weren't randomized because the people didn't do their smart contracts properly. And so bots were literally like sniping one of ones and stuff on Stargaze. Right. So it's like yeah it happened here you know shit happens obviously and it happens elsewhere too you know it's like so again like the yeah there was a lot that happened but i think it got blown way out of fucking proportion by people's opinions and they were completely off base with their opinions you know and i have no problem saying that i guess that i'll end it there <laughs> no it's a it's a it's a very important point that you're making is uh <laughs> i mean in that case i think uh, the the call for attention was also also a bit uh, more important for the person than actually clearing things up about like technicalities because as far as i know like each of these projects have clearly clearly announced beforehand that they're not launching a marmalade because marmalade is not not in a like final a usable state that anyone can use it. It's like not all of these NFT teams have like a competent developer and even teams with a competent develop, developer need time to yeah, launch a collection on Marmalade or create their own fork of Marmalade. And there's been a couple of teams working on that and they haven't come out with anything. So it cannot be that easy. So I think, yeah, you can think about a bit longer about what you what you publish in terms of content and not just make it about like clicks and uh yeah how do you how do you call it in english cloud i guess right yeah yeah exactly well and it's it, well it's, i'd say it's ego as well right it's like you know in, in my mind it was like why would you do that to your own ecosystem you know it's like i would never call anyone a scam or a fraud unless i literally knew that which it was complete opposite and it was common knowledge that it was complete opposite so i had that whole thing for me to whoever said the stuff i just kind of laughed at the person because i was like you're just going to dig yourself a massive hole within your own community technically so kudos to them <laughs> but but yeah it, it comes down to really like like up until mint it so when mint it launches there's technically like not as far as i know there isn't even a wallet connect for marmalade right now so like we no one can there you you can mint a collection on marmalade but you would not be able to connect your wallets to it so no one could buy it no one could trade it no one could sell it that has not been sorted out yet that's how early marmalade is now apparently minted's got that sorted out and blah 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 they kind of explained it it's more technical than i would ever try and repeat on here off my brain but anyways that's apparently getting sorted out so yeah it's like <laughs> Like it wasn't even possible to launch on Marmalade apparently until now, you know, you've got Hypersent, which you guys are launching on, but they do it through their launch pad, which again, it's a, it's not necessarily like we're connecting our wallets to their launch pad, not to Marmalade standard, you know, in a Marmalade marketplace. Right. So it's, it's on the dev side, that's where it's different. And not only that, but when it comes to Kadena and the stuff that they make like Marmalade and like their blockchain, they are not thinking 
of NFT profile picture, randomized trait based projects. They're not thinking about what NFTs are considered as of right now. They're considering the business and enterprise applications of NFTs for the future. And that's what they're building. So no, they don't like, that's why this stuff isn't made because they're not like, yeah, we need to get a hundred million dollars worth of goofy profile picture projects on our uh, blockchain. So we can become a top 10 blockchain. Like that's not what they think about. You know what I mean? So again, it's like people compare marmalade and not being on marmalade to completely other blockchains when every other blockchain basically just runs off fucking, you know, ERC 721 or whatever, you know? So it's, it's not comparable, you know? And, and it's just, yeah, that's where it's just crazy to me that again, these people make these claims, but they don't, they, they're not a dev. They don't do any of this shit. You know, like I would never make those claims because I don't know. You know, it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, you don't know what you're doing. Cause I've never touched a, a, a blog, like a, a coding language in my life. So it's like, why would I ever claim that? You know, but yeah, other people will, I'll leave it to them. Yeah. And you, you also have to consider that you're like, not only, uh, yeah benefiting of it yourself like if you publish like videos like that and grow your channel get more attention on it because it's like a clickbaity like thumbnail on it and the content is like fair to say like well made but you're also hurting a lot of people who have bought into this collection right like i see in the audience there's like crop one of our ofgs who has bought i don't know like how many uh bolts i guess like 140 or something and uh I don't know, like it's, it's malicious, I guess. And I think like everyone in the community who's been, who's been here for a couple of months has like patiently been waiting for like first collections to be released. And, uh, they've done like all of the teams have done an amazing, amazing job, like releasing cool, cool NFT projects with like use cases around it, built around it. And yeah, most of all keeping the community happy and also like active. And that's like super important to an ecosystem as well. And I don't think that person has uh, yeah, thought that far, I guess, when creating that content. And in the end, you're just making people hate you, right? <laughs> yeah, well, and it's, it, you know, again, it would be warranted, I would say, if it was literally a rug or something. But when you look at what Arcade have done since their fraudulent scam of a launch which was their 1980s bulls collection well they made the first marketplace they helped kitty cad launch they then launched like four other projects they did their ido they're building their game like sorry are you telling me that these guys have stolen our money and are doing nothing but themselves with it like i don't understand (laughs) again it's like that's not a scam that's not a fraud i i've made money off of arcade other people have made money off arcade and i don't know many who have lost money yet 
Like it didn't rug. It has. So I just, in my head, it just baffles me again to use the words of fraud and scam when like the team's hard at work and is literally also becoming a launch pad for other projects in our ecosystem. It's like, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> but hey, whatever, you know, I can say whatever you want, you know, it's a country or free world, I should say. Exactly. Uh, the Arcade team is probably the team that has delivered most so far from all the NFT projects, right? Like everything they've promised, like the getting the first marketplace up to up to speed, and it's just amazing to see like a team developing plus their docs. So it's yeah, the the threat of them being a being a fraud or a rug pull is <laughs> close to zero, right? So what the fuck yeah, are they- you talking about? <laughs> They couldn't even buy into their own IDO because they're from the states. So <laughs> how can they how can they rug pull when they don't even have team coins? <laughs> okay, can you not even allocate uh, team coins if you? If you if no, you, I know. Yeah. yeah, right. But no, either way. So let's chat more about your guys's NFTs and everything too. So briefly, what's uh, you know uh, I know they're on high percent. So there will be like, uh, just talk about the mint real quick. What uh, can we expect as far as uh, like, I guess there's probably going to be a couple different rounds or how's that going to look? Yeah. So we, we have three different tiers. Uh, so we have the OFGs, which are like the earliest members we gave, gave out a hundred of those roles and we still have some available. So we give them away during, some giveaways we have the mint games coming coming up organized by husky and k block they are both in the audience and uh, then we have the whitelist round and finally if there's something left we go into the public sale and prices are 25 dollars for the og rolls fifty dollars for the whitelist roll and $75 $75 for the public minting price. So, um, yeah, so far we're still giving out wireless spots and some OG roles. They're obviously like limited. I think we so far have 88 roles given out and 12 are still left. And wireless spots, I mean, everyone who wants to have one, it's not that difficult or we don't make it that difficult to to actually earn one and you can participate in the community play play games with the guys there's a game zone every single day and i have to give a shout out to k block and husky for organizing all those all those games because they're really putting a, a lot of work and yeah it's all gonna start on the 3rd of october so that's when the registration starts and then you have basically one week so i think it's six or seven days not sure when they're closing it i have to look that up again i think it's going to be close in the morning of the 10th of october and on the 10th we're starting with uh, the og row sale and then on the next day so the 11th it's going to be the whitelist sale and on the 12th there is going to be the public sale so every every tier has 24 hours to to actually mint their NFT because we know there's like different different time zones and stuff. And the public sale is going to be, I think it is 12 p.m. UTC. I'm not 100 sure. Let me let me check that. But it's yeah, it's a time where most of the 
or the majority of the world population is awake. And <laughs> that's when we're gonna be gonna be minting the public the public tier exactly. And right now we're still uh, in the works of improving our collection because uh, yeah, we've initially planned to do like a 10k collection, which has obviously come down a lot by now. Because now we said okay, let's let's build for the for the long run and also like make yeah make the collection and the mint worth it for like everyone who gets in at at the mint mint date because it's limited to 1500 nfts which we are confident we're going to sell out and hopefully going to sell out quickly and we're going to increase our our community or like the number of nfts only through follow-up collections so Everything that is going to be from from this collection, from the Genesis collection, is only these one thousand five hundred NFTs, and we can say so much that we have. I think we had two hundred sixty features now for these one thousand five hundred NFTs, which is, I think, double of what most ten K collections have. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a very cool looking. Genesis collection and um, I'm excited for like what kind of NFTs we're going to have because right now we're doing the we're working on our script and randomizing like the or generating these NFTs and we've done like a couple of rounds and I don't know if you if you guys are familiar with uh, what that looks like but basically what you, what you do you have different different layers and so we have like the weapon the hands the body of the of the rabbit and the eyes, the mouth, the even different different types of noses, headwear, and what else is there? Necklaces, earrings, and uh, yeah, bunch of bunch of different layers. And for these different layers, you create like different different uh, features, and all these features are two hundred sixty four in total. And in total, we have nine different layers right now and the script you have to you have to optimize in the sense of like always what we do we always create like 500 at a time and then we have a look look through what kind of features don't fit together because uh like the first round was obviously super super random because <laughs> you get uh, i don't know like when you look at husky's profile picture you get like his his jacket with a with a crown on and uh Maybe maybe something that's not fitting together, or you you're realizing that you've uh, layered them like in the wrong way and stuff. Uh, that's how you have to optimize them. And what we want to do is, or what we want to have in the end is having like one thousand five hundred awesome looking NFTs, so everyone is super happy. And one more thing that I mentioned mentioned today was, uh, I think what many people don't realize is that we, yeah have a so-called deflationary NFT collection. So that means that everyone who is going to list their NFT under mint price, um, that one we're going to buy back with the with the mint proceeds and then going to burn them. So everyone is who, who is unhappy with their NFT can just sell it for the mint price, basically. So they're not going to lose any money. So. Basically, what that comes down to is that everyone who who gets in during the mint stage doesn't have any financial risk of losing money. So we're going to buy it back in 
KDA terms 100% if something is going to get listed under mint price. But yeah, we we definitely hope that people people love their NFTs and nobody's going to list it under under mint price. But uh, we also have all the mint, minty proceeds in the, in the wallet and can always buy it back. And um, so as far as the utility, obviously, uh, it's going to be your quote unquote ticket into, you know, the alpha slayers, which you guys are trying to be, you know, really like a cross chain, you know, really just DeFi group, right, of, uh, you know, kind of the hive mind of, uh, you know, NFTs and DeFi moves and just kind of all things crypto, right? Exactly. So basically what we started out as is or why we even created that project was because i was researching microcaps and that was like through like the yeah prior one and a half years or two years and uh, then i think about a half a year ago in january we decided to or we asked ourselves how can we how can we actually facilitate this researching process because we realize it's impossible to keep track of different ecosystems and different projects on different ecosystems. So what we wanted to do is create like a alpha sharing community where we bring together analysts from different different blockchains into one Discord and them sharing their alpha research. So like everyone is going to have like the overview of like different different ecosystems can comment on that research and also reward the analysts for uh, providing amazing research and then we can obviously pay them from the minting proceeds mm. but now we've or not but now but uh, we have shifted we shifted this into also like generating uh this so-called alpha, right? Because we we realize like we're in a bear market. <laughs> people are pretty pretty lazy, and a lot of people just want to really hang out in the community. So we thought, okay, we definitely have to uh, we have to uh, yeah generate that alpha ourselves at least for like for now until like things get going. And what it comes down to is like us providing like valuable research on early stage project, we interview founders, we go through our like uh, private network as well and yeah, get closer to like early stage crypto funds, see what they invest in and get like the deal flow from them as well. And what we ultimately want to do is, um, yeah, really get or uh, secure allocations in IDOs and like early stage projects for our community so that everyone who is like uh, NFT holder of of our project has the ability to buy in into IDOs of like promising projects. What we think is like valuable, but we also want to keep that alpha sharing community alive and yeah, enable everyone who wants to share alpha to do that and also get rewarded. So we do that in terms of like KDA payouts and also NFT payouts. So there's like a small amount of the NFT collection reserved for uh, yeah rewards and incentives, so to say. And then there's also yeah going to be giveaway giveaways and stuff. For example, the one that you entered today that is exclusively reserved for our NFT holders. And that's yeah for that's what we have on the roadmap for now. But we also um, going to expand that. 
Yeah, cool. Have you guys, and that's the thing, so are you guys going to be, you know, I kind of, the, the term is a bit vague these days, but are you guys thinking of doing more of like a Discord kind of like DAO style thing where, again, like right now, I believe your Discord is quite open, obviously, for people to join and, and see all the information, but I'm assuming post-Mint, there will be uh, some sort of like verification where you verify that you have an NFT and then you'll be in private chats in the discord and then will you actually have like kind of you know voting or people from the community that can then also join the team to make those decisions or you know anything like that uh you know and have you thought of anything like that yeah definitely uh so token token gated access to the to the discord is definitely definitely on the roadmap and should be implemented very very close after after mint and uh like how that technically works on the Cadena blockchain, I have to like. <laughs> I would have to ask uh, Arne to to answer that because he's like the the techie <laughs> in our team. But um, he's uh, so that is definitely going to be implemented, and there's definitely going to be closed channels for token holders. And um, yeah, the DAO is on the roadmap as well. So like, ultimately, we want to. We want to give most of the control to the DAO and just be the executing executing team behind the the entire project because uh, yeah the community often wants to move into a different direction or come up with own ideas and like the entire voting system like we've seen that work in in different discords and also like uh, also looked at a couple of uh, solutions that there is already. So I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Cubis Collective on Solana. They have like an amazing reward system, so to say, or voting system. So like what they do is also generate like alpha research, but it's it's mostly on NFT projects and only on Solana. And what they they do is people can submit their research into into their Discord, and then other community members can vote on the on the research and say, okay, this one deserves, I don't know, one of my 20 tokens that I can give away in a month or something. And the most rewarded person is going to get paid the most, uh, yeah, rewards or incentives, so to say. And yeah, that's like one voting me- mechanism that we're going to have. And the other one is the DAO, obviously. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, um, yeah, I guess if I could ask one other question, I would say that because you guys are cross-chain based, why the decision to start on Kadena? And then as well, you know, um, yeah, do you have any kind of like main chains that you guys also have experience with that people can, you know, people that are buying your NFTs can uh, look forward to, you know, learning about and everything through uh, through your guys's, uh, you know, Discord and stuff. Yes, definitely. So I'll try to answer that question in the most holistic way possible. So. <clears throat> When we came up with that idea of uh, creating this this alpha research, we we also um, or alpha research community. We also saw like different different communities that do that. I don't know if you've heard of. Um, no, now I'm missing. I think it's called Proof, right? It's like one of the they have like one thousand tokens, and it's one of the big, biggest alpha sharing communities out there, and they have huge huge influences in there, and I think. 
the minimum uh, price is, I think, 100 ETH or something on OpenSea. And what they have is like this golden ticket into this into this uh, Discord. But the way they gave that away was like very, very selective to, to people. And we wanted to make it open to the community and had, it, like, had a little bit, look at Ethereum, Solana, because we, we knew that we we're going to have like a token-based uh, project. And we also wanna, wanted to create art around it because we think that if, you have, if you're a member of that community, you also want to show it off to the outside. I mean, that's basically what these profile picture NFTs are about, right? That you can actually prove that you're like part of the community. And I think that's why everyone who has like a board ape, for example, in their profile picture, which is verified as yeah, automatically like a couple thousand followers because people think okay, they know what they're talking about. And that's also where we wanted to get. So like we wanted to have this like badass art project, but also wanted to be on a chain where we can yeah, where we can be sure that yeah, scams are very limited and we also like one of the one of the early projects. So where we come from is like I've been like very active on Ethereum in some NFT projects and also very active on the Terra ecosystem and also in Solana, but Solana just very selectively. So like those were projects that were recommended to me and yeah, they're still like going like really, really well. But in general, like we always have the feeling that Solana has like a lot of a lot of scams going on and the ecosystem kind of already exploded. And what we had to decide on was if we wanted to jump on that train and like really like collect a lot of a lot of money with our mint or if we wanted to play the long game, but also have the chance to become one of the blue chip projects. And I think that's that's something that we really saw on the in the Terra community, because like I've been in there since, yeah, before before Columbus Columbus Five even was live, and that's kind of when the entire like, NFT hype started on uh, on Terra, and you could really see that like the project that launched like the earliest, but also like did like an awesome job in terms of like creating the art and getting the community engaged. They were also like the highly or the highest valued ones and yeah became like the blue chip project so those those were like the galactic dial like with the galactic bonds then the bulls did an amazing job i think like red wolf is kind of an exception right that came on like way way later right they've been active in all the in all the other projects and then decided to do a project themselves and hellcats as well but um what you can see with them, they have like amazing looking art, know how to how to construct this community, but they were like one of the blue chips because they started early. They were one of the blue chips because they had amazing utility for it or amazing art, right? I don't know too much about Halkas to be honest, because I'm not a holder of them. But in the end, what yeah, what we decided on was go on Cadena because like we believe in the ecosystem, we believe in the underlying idea. And think a proof of work chain that is scalable is yeah sounds sounds amazing, but has to be proven. And in the end, it's kind of like a leverage bet on the Kadena ecosystem. And I think we yeah we're willing to go into that. And also because we didn't have to have to cash out like any any time soon or something. And that's also what has enabled us to build this project along 
the last couple of months, right? And I, I think that's like an immense privilege. And now there's obviously like the bear market going on, a lot less activity in the projects, but we're like super, super happy for like everyone who stuck around until now and uh, excited to finally launch the project, even if it's with like completely different plans than the, in, the, in the very beginning. But we think long-term, the project is definitely going to strive. And now, also judging by the minting prices, they're like way, way below what we've like planned like for this entire like scope of the project to be. But it also enables everyone who is around and uh, to really get into the project and at least have one of the tokens. And I think that's ultimately what it's about: is getting like, the entire community engaged, not in- excluding every anyone and uh, anyone who wants to get into the project can do so. And we're happy to have them and build long term on Cadena. And we are happy that there's like lots of other awesome projects around and uh yeah amazing what we've seen so far with like the bolts the kongs kmc all the arcade projects like the the lazy is it lazy apes right and uh yeah amazing to be here yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Well, and I think, you know, inherently just because we're a proof of work blockchain, we're a lot different than a lot of these other, you know, like again, we you can compare us to certain things, but we can't really be compared to Solana and now even Ethereum with the proof of stake change and everything, right? But for me, it's kind of one of those things where it actually allows projects building on Kadena, what with the uh, you know, partnerships that Kadena has made. Hopefully, you know, when it comes, they've already said that they will be IBC compatible, you know, and that's going to open all the projects up to obviously a whole new cosmos or world of opportunities. Um, obviously, with Lago building the bridges when when they're, you know, finished and, and built and, you know, all the bugs are sorted out and stuff. Having all these opportunities, Kadena is, but being based on a proof of work blockchain, you know, you can really kind of rather than just being a validator, you can buy back into these ecosystems and use them for, you know, like yourselves. I, I have you guys thought of, you know, buying a couple miners possibly, or even doing running some nodes on flux just to kind of, again, like you're now creating that revenue for your project that you can distribute between, you know, the, the, pardon me, your community, if they so choose, but as well, they can just reinvest it into the project themselves. Right. And then just, you know, I, I just like the ideas like that. Have you guys thought of even implementing that for, you know, again, the long term of your project? Yeah, I think you, you're making a valid point there with like revenue creation that is like important for like a project to become long term sustainable and yeah, also yeah, really going going the long road, right? And uh, yeah, that's definitely something we've we've thought about. And uh, like mining, mining is is one thing, and also like investing into really going into IDOs on like into projects of like on different chains. And obviously, for for that kind of stuff, you would have to let the let the DAO really vote on it, and if they really want it. But so far, what we've uh, what we, for example, had was uh, some some offerings already from like 
projects where we where we know the founder or know the founder through like through friends because like our like friend network like like my co founder Arne he's uh, he was like a he was. A, on my uni, but like a couple of couple of years ahead of me. And uh, we just like reconnected in the like, beginning of this year. Like we, we were like familiar with each other like, beforehand, but uh, then hadn't seen each other in ages. And we just realized again, there's like a, a bunch of people in, in the community, in our like network that is like building like, crypto projects and also like super interesting crypto projects and um, getting like early ad- allocations in there. And through that way, really, uh, bringing a benefit to the community, but also like, through community members who can introduce us to to other projects and like really like negotiating deals to get in like early on. And I think sometimes you can only do that with like with the funds of of a DAO than like really like a private person, because often like a private person like, you do you won't be able to to cut any special deals with any other other projects but uh, yeah we've seen a lot of interesting projects where we would like to get in and um yeah definitely let the let the community vote on it if they want to do that but in the end like, revenue creation is a must and also like, giving people a, i kind of like see two pillars here in terms of like utility for the for the uh token holder because like in the end you also have to you have to kind of like calculate an ROI on your nft right and that's something that you can for example do amazingly with these mining nfts that we have on cadena which is super cool i believe like core blockchain games kmc full spend yard club and where you can actually calculate your ROI, which is I think outstanding for for an NFT project, and we kind of want to do that as well. Even though like ours is much more speculative and like not guaranteed, but just the fact that if you get in like early into like an IDO, if we enable you to get in early into an IDO, even if it's like not through the DAO, but as a as a private investor, the I think the minting price is 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 a joke that uh, we're charging right now, and you are. RI can be, I don't know, 400, 500% like pretty, pretty quickly. But yeah, I don't want to talk too much about the financial payoffs of that, right? Because that's like not financial advice. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, it's, it's one of those things where like myself getting into film three and, you know, really trying to get that going. It's interesting to me to see what other film three projects are offering as far as utility, because a lot of it falls very much so under the, like, you have to be a fan of the project to really want those benefits. There isn't much of a set like investor you're investing in this project because you like it, but you'll also be able to make money off these NFTs. And for me, that's just like, it's, it's like, you're, you're almost there, but you're just not going far enough because for for me, it's like, the NFT world is just that like, you're not going to be a fan. Uh, You're literally, especially if you're in certain discords like yourselves, right? Like if you're in a discord that I know myself being in a, in wrecked wolf and the wrecked gang. Now we should call, I should call it, I guess, but that's the thing. Like there are people in there that love projects that I will never love. 
but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to buy into them if I see the hype there and everything. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm also an investor, not just a fanboy of some of these projects. Right. So it's like for these film projects specifically, not to name names or anything again, but for film three projects, they're offering uh, a portion of revenue made off the project. But in my mind, it's like you haven't even filmed your movie or TV show yet. Therefore, you most likely don't even have a distribution deal set up. So that's all speculation. Like if you're given 5% of your 100% of your revenue back to your community, well, you put an ROI on that, you have no clue what your movie's going to make. You might not even make a dollar off the movie. So if you don't make any revenue, no one gets any of the 5%, but that's what they're selling people on, you know? And in my mind, it's like, that's not enough for me. But I also understand that these guys are kind of playing off. They want you to become a fan of their project. So you can just be like, Hey, it's like a comic book guy. At that point, you own the comic book because you want to own the comic book because it's the comic book, not because anyone gives a fuck about it, but because you give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? Whereas like for me, that's not why I'm going to buy into an NFT that's trying to fund a movie because it's like a GoFundMe, a glorified GoFundMe to me. You know, it's not like you're going above and beyond to incorporate the world of NFTs into your project. You're just saying, hey, uh, you get a ticket to the premiere if it ever happens and some money back if I ever make money. You know, (laughs) so for me, it's like, you know, a lot of these projects do make vast claims on ROIs and everything. And, you know, that's where a lot of these groups, they, they help out because that's the thing when, you know, if you're not, you know, if you're not savvy and you hop into a group where you think that there's people that know what they're talking about and everything, and you start buying into all this stuff just because they tell you to, like, there's a certain degree of you still have to do your own research, but within reason, you can learn from these groups and learn how they gain that research and knowledge. Right. And then it's still like, you have to pick it for yourself, but some people just chase like you tell them, oh, we've got a 500% ROI in six months. Okay, cool. That sounds great. I'll put a thousand dollars on that. Why not? Well, it's like, you know, people don't look past like green candles and ROIs, right? <laughs> it's like, come on guys, just do a bit of research. And, you know, then you feel more comfortable losing money. I hate to say it, but that's the reality is I don't buy into anything that I don't expect to lose money on. Cause that's the reality. It's like you, you always want to make money, but it's not, the truth it's not always going to be the case so you know i'm i'm one of those guys though i'd rather prepare for the worst or expect the worst and be happily surprised when that doesn't happen than be blindsided when the fucking worst shows up you know exactly exactly and that's also why we ultimately started the youtube channel right because like in the in the beginning we weren't even we weren't even ducks but like pretty quickly we saw okay it's kind of like a necessity because then people like really see the way you look at projects and that's also some like a, a medium through which we can really educate the people and let them know like that's that is like the way that you like analyze a, a crypto project and so far we've done it in the form of interviews but also what's going to follow is like more extensive like elaboration on like 
how we like, kind of like evaluate the interview that has just happened and have it like deeper look into tokenomics and everything and also like the, the roadmap, the team behind it. And yeah, I have to say, I only invest into projects once I'm like, yeah, 99% sure that the team behind it is like just constantly delivering really knows what they're talking about. The tokenomics looks strong and also like their, their pro, uh, project roadmap is like not impossible to do. And it doesn't have to be like a Ponzi scheme to actually work out. And uh, I mean, you miss out on like a lot of like, I don't know, hype projects, for example, like all these uh, Cadena meme coins, for example. But I don't know, for me, for example, it has to have fundamentals. And uh, yeah, even though there's like plenty of projects around and we've also like interviewed a couple ones already. And uh, like the the moment where I say I really invest into a project, there has to be like a lot of things like working, working together. And yeah, I don't know, like for now, I've... I've maybe got a handful of projects where I'm willing to invest money and also like investing money. And for the rest, yeah, I, I think like some, some things are really cool ideas, but I, I'm not a hundred percent convinced. And then I, I rather miss out on the opportunity than losing like my entire funds. Cause yeah, ideas always like sound amazing, but the execution is really like the hardest part. And for NFTs, for example, I see you have the direct wall, for example. Um, sorry, I just got to switch my headphone really quick. Yeah, no, you're fine. <clears throat> well, and I think you were just about to mention direct wall, but it's funny because yeah. even for us, like there was the simple fact it was all speculative, but we had a will you mint it section and uh, when tarot was still up and literally all it is is a simple will you mint this project thumbs up thumbs down and honestly it's the easiest way to anonymously just be like yes or no and it was pure speculation but i'm pretty sure it went like like 99.5 percent probably true like everything that we had majority of no on ended up not minting out and not doing that well everything that had the thumbs up basically minted out within seconds so it's even that right it's having that access to that hive mind of even just a few people that give their honest opinion on things you see the trend in that group and you can say well because we're in crypto we're people from all around the world different people different lives you know completely and so if you start seeing trends within crypto communities you can pretty much you know, make a fairly decent educated guess <laughs> if there is ever a thing on what's good or bad. Right. So the things that you're, the, you know, the group that you're trying to do, especially the fact that there isn't one on Kadena yet. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. You know, it, it really is good. And it's even for, even just within our own ecosystem, as you just said, there's tons of shit popping up everywhere on our ecosystem and so even just having that extra level of awareness and knowledge of what's going on and what to look out for you know like good or bad right exactly exactly and the thing that you mentioned uh like the voting system on like whether a project will whether you will mint the project and then they also i think had uh the 
call or maybe it was like in another alpha sharing community where they said okay do you think it will trade above or below mid price and that was also uh, super surprisingly accurate like just like the wisdom of the masses so to say and yeah worked happens for Red Bull, for example. I back then I bought one to just get access to the like close close part of their community and I just saw how this team behind it is just executed executing on what they're promising and creating like amazing art and uh, followed it for a couple of weeks and just just so okay they they actually know what they're doing so i got like comfortable with like having a rec wolf in my in my wallet and now you now you can see i'm asking you like well, okay what's what's like the the status quo on it because like i don't have any desire to sell that rec wolf it's like i know it's it's gonna go like it's gonna increase in value long term because the team behind it is actually yeah living what they're promising and uh yeah, bringing value to the community and that's ultimately i think what projects should be about and uh that is for nfts like i wouldn't also like never buy into an nft if i would have to sell it at some some certain point or if i were like dependent on the money but yeah if you're playing the long term even in the nft in the nft world like i'm like being very very selective in terms of what project i buy into but so far i've had pretty pretty amazing experiences with nfts and that was like really like across across the board on on different chains and uh yeah i know that they that it is possible actually to bring utility to your nft and that's what we're here for as well and yeah well we will deliver on our promises that's all i could say yeah, yeah. Well, I would say, I mean, we've gone like an hour and 15 here. I would say um, I keep forgetting to open it up uh, if you want. Of course, we can open it up to anyone down in the crowd. Uh, feel free to ask to speak if you have any questions or anything like that. Um, but yeah, if you have anything else, you know, any alpha you want to drop uh, last minute or anything, um, obviously the places to keep tabs on you guys and keep up with what you're doing would be your Twitter. Um, does your Twitter have like uh, I haven't checked it. Does it have a link tree or anything for your YouTube and all that stuff? Or where can people uh, keep up with the Alpha Slayers? Yeah, a good point. Like we still have to create the link tree. I think someone from our community mentioned it the other day. Uh, we still haven't done that, but uh, yeah, we definitely have the link to our Discord, Discord channel, and that's where most of the stuff is happening. And I think where we like most most organized, but. Uh, to our YouTube, we constantly post, uh, like, publish, publish or tweet our like, n newly published videos on there, and it's called Blocks Plus Brains. So Blocks and Brains, and yeah, so far we've published nine nine videos in I think three weeks so far, and uh, we have a lot of stuff on the roadmap. People can like, find everything that there is on Discord for sure, on Telegram as well. We have Telegram and the link, to, uh, link tree will be latest created tomorrow. Thanks for reminding me about that. And um, yeah, also like thanks for hosting us. Uh, it was, was amazing talk and also like great to talk about the crypto market in general. You asked also about Alpha. Maybe I can give some Alpha about like projects I'm excited about that is on the Cadena chain. Like we've brought out the uh, interview with 
Peter Varga from Crank.io today. Amazing, amazing project. And uh, I think that, that's, for example, like a project where I believe in the vision of the founder and the founder's curiosity. Like if you have a, a look at his GitHub, he's constantly pushing stuff and he's even got a like a private YouTube channel. I think like if you type it into YouTube, you can you can find his channel and <laughs> it's really, really nerdy stuff happening on there. Like he's just like a tech guy interested in like the technology that he's delivering on. He's like built he's built his own miners for Crank and hosted miner for the like the early community. So far it's like 109 miners on chain and in transaction volume he has he is like the or Crank IO is the project with the most transaction on the on the entire Cadena network, which is quite impressive for the stage that they are in. And I think the Cadena team also invested in in him through the Cadena grant uh, by like what they said in the, the interview with him was that they were like, super surprised that this like loan that this like loaner so to say because up up until now it was like a one one man show like this entire project uh they were like super surprised how far he has come already on what he was wanted to build because like when they read the idea of the of the project they they thought okay this this is a kind of like a huge idea probably probably bullshit like <laughs> nobody's gonna gonna be able to deliver on that but he actually has deep deep knowledge about like the technology that he's working on then a cross-chain project would be and the cosmos ecosystem there is uh kujira i don't know if you've heard of it they do they're building this entire DeFi hub super super cool team i still know them from the terra days and they've been building on there like constantly they were the ones uh, responsible for the the anchor liquidations and made that part more efficient and now they've just built the entire own blockchain and uh, that that one is cosmos based and they've got a vibrant community around them delivering on what they're promising like it's a super super fast pace that they're working on um there is like a interview with one of the founders uh, from danku r is the youtube channel i think most of you probably are familiar with that guy by now um where they're like talking about their roadmap. I think it was just like published a couple of days ago. And um, yeah, they're doing an amazing job. And that would be my shill for <laughs> the cross-chain alpha. Nice, nice. Well, yeah. Um, well, yeah, no. And, and thanks for uh, thanks for considering me for the host. Uh, I guess I should, he, they haven't popped in, but thanks to Lazo for setting this up. Another shout out to Terra Spaces as well. Thanks for popping by. Uh, if anyone's had an issue with the the sound or the recording, thanks to Twitter, there will be a much better version on Terra Spaces shortly after. <laughs> Amazing stuff, yeah. Thanks so much for having us. And uh, yeah, we'll be happy to host you one day as well if, you, if you're down for that and any project that you are involved in uh, maybe your web3 film project if you if you're down to come onto our youtube channel we would be happy to interview you if you like whenever you're ready for it i don't know like how far oh, we have to go right now yeah yeah we're still like that's the thing i'm still kind of in the funding stage i've got one option uh that is on cadena so we've we've got the option to build on cadena um at which if we start it'll be potentially in the next week or two we'll start developing so obviously the marketing will be ramping up but uh yeah in reality we want to i want to 
get it done by the end of, uh, you know, again, I'm trying to trying to make a career out of it, trying to make something that, uh, you know, I'll be 30 next year. So I'm at that age where I really just want to make something for my future, you know, and uh, uh, I'm young in crypto. I've only been in crypto literally for like a year. Um, actually, I guess, yeah, it's been like a year and probably like 10 days or something like that. Um, but my film background is, you know, I spent, you know, I started in film when I was five years old. So I have basically 25 years in that industry. And so it's time for myself to, to make something for the future. And I really see, you know, again, for crypto and just NFTs and, you know, again, to touch on, to relate it to Kadena and Marmalade, you know, when I saw what they're doing with Marmalade, that was kind of one of the first things that made me realize like, huh, you know, I understand kind of these, the, the utility behind these NFTs can be more than just a photo, you know, and that's where I kind of took off my idiot hat and started doing some research and learned a lot more about NFTs and just the future and potential and, and everything. Right. And so, you know, again, um, the royalty side of it and everything that just, you know, it's, that's what vibed with me because I was like, Hey man, like now, you know, anything as an artist that I have done a performer, you know, you look at cameo, you know, you look at their companies out there right now that are making money, plenty of money off of other people's content, you know, hosting other people's content, you know, hosting dumb little like birthday cards, like, Hey, how's it going? I'm famous. Here's your happy birthday, blah, 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 blah. You know, well, that can all be done privately. Now that can all be done. I can make my own NFT of me saying happy birthday and send it to you, you know, and, and stuff like that. Right. So, so yeah, I see vast potential in me, hopefully being able to be a proper bridge between, uh, you know, the film industry that we know today and the crypto industry and film three industry of tomorrow, you know, the possibilities are endless. And that's where I think people are falling short is they're just funding in film three. They're just, I just want to fund my project. And that's that it's not like, let's make your project into a comic book, a merchandising line, a clothing line. Like let's do all this shit before you've even made a film. And now you've got a community that rocks your comic book, your video game, your everything, even before you've made a film, you know? And it's like stuff like that, where it just for the low person all the way up to the massive studios, the potential to get content out there that wouldn't be able to get out there by regular means is yeah, it's vast and crazy. So yeah, if or when I should say, um, I figure out what blockchain we're going to end up on and build on, then I'd definitely be down to come and chat. So yeah, that'd be dope. <laughs> That's my long eared rant, I guess, about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing to see that you're still in this ideation phase. And uh, yeah, we'd be happy to host you for sure whenever you've made up your mind on like where to go with that project. Um, and also like you yeah. have got the perfect, perfect background for, yeah, actually delivering a project like that. And I've just, to be, I've, I've seen the scene where you're like coming up with the black smoke because <laughs> I had to, I actually had to uh, give the idea of, like the customized slayer that we made for you to the artist and i didn't know what weapon you had so i was like 
Googling the like a couple of hours, like what what kind of like movies you've played in and uh <laughs> it was definitely like, a fun endeavor and seeing all these like little scenes props to that, like super, super exciting. And you also like don't get the opportunity every day to to talk to like a film star, even though like you would say that you like mainly like a normal person, right? But I think that's like still something that speaks for you that you being super, super humble with everything you do and try to deliver like the best content and also like the best you can do in terms of in terms of the like project that you're building right now and also like really like conveying a message to the community how important like financial education everything is and everything that you've taught yourself so yeah thanks for that and thanks for like contributing your part to the Canadian community we're super happy to to have yeah, what I always say what I always I always say that back in the Roman days the lowest rung on society were prostitutes <laughs> gladiators and actors <laughs> we we were basically the job you didn't want to have back then so yeah it's uh no at the end of the day i'm one of those people that yeah like i grew up in a very crazy world and um i could have turned out many of ways um but yeah thanks to my mother and you know honestly she was the one that was with me the whole time um and yeah like I could have been a completely different person, just as many of us very well could, you know, depending on which way we choose to live our lives and which paths we walk, you know, but yeah, I don't like to toot my own horn too much, but I just appreciate, uh, you know, again, like myself coming into crypto, I never would have thought I would be able to host spaces and, and benefit companies and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. So yeah, I appreciate it all and appreciate projects uh, considering me and appreciate everyone for coming by and listening and, and yeah, yeah. Just uh, thank you uh, as much as anything. Yeah. Thanks to you too. And thanks for, to everyone who, who stepped by today and stuck with us until the end. It was a fun space for sure. And to be repeated in the future. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I know, uh, not financial advice, but I know I'll be minting. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to even do an after uh, post mint or something and do a little celebratory, uh, space. And, um, and then, yeah, we can chat plans for the future after you guys have, uh, you know, the war coffers filled, <laughs> but yeah. Amazing. Thanks. Yeah, let's, and, let's do that for sure. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. And yeah, thanks again, everyone. Uh, I guess I can reach out to Lazo or whatever. They might set it up, but if not, we'll probably be done with hypercent. So we can be with the office leaders. You never know. Oh, I'll just, uh, Lazo, Lazo know and he, he will set it up for sure. Yeah. Lazo's, Lazo's, Lazo's working hard these days. He's working for a few, a few projects now. I think yeah. it's like, yeah, damn, <laughs> he's all over. Yeah, and he's, he's also some alpha. He's also starting his own project very, very soon. And uh, another another alpha point is <laughs> you can now schedule more than one Twitter space, in case you didn't know yet. You can hey, schedule up to, They're making up advancements. Space. Look at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now they just got to so get rid of all up. the bots. So Elon will buy it and make it good, right? Exactly make twitter great again from elon musk <laughs> yeah, i doubt it but anyways <laughs> but no yeah thanks again for everyone coming by um and yeah wherever you guys are in the world have a uh, have a great day morning afternoon uh you know night all that fun stuff <laughs>
Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Project Highlight with the Alpha Slayers Club, hosted by Cameron Bright. Recorded on Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke rolls in when I start a session Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.